Building fast static sites A generator that's pretty darn nice It uses PRPL, GraphQL, CSS modules Gatsby set up with the best practices of the web dev world So let's introduce our guest And gush about Gatsby's usefulness Tools Day is getting started now Thanks for tuning in, let's talk it out Welcome yeah. to Tuesday, a podcast about tech tools, tips, and tricks on Tuesdays at 2. I'm your co-host, Yuna. And I'm Chris. And we have a guest on the show today. Say hello. Our guest is Jason Langstorff. Hello. Awesome to have you on the show. And we're all going to do this together now. And today we're talking about Gatsby. Gatsby. Uh, Jason, you were late. <laughs> I, you were late. <laughs> okay, so the joke of the show, if you haven't been listening long, is that we can never say that at the same time ever. Um, Gatsby is a really awesome static site generator that we're going to just get into in this show. I'm super excited to talk about it with these people. Before we get started, I do want to shout out to our sponsor, Datadog. Datadog is a software as a service based monitoring platform that provides dev and ops teams with a unified view of all of their systems, applications, and services. You'll be a part of thousands of organizations who already rely on Datadog to collect, visualize, and alert them of abnormalities. There are 200 plus turnkey integrations, including AWS, Postgres, Kubernetes, and Slack, all done out of the box with custom metrics to gain full stack observability with a unified view of all your systems, applications, and services. They just released a new log management service that integrates with the logging systems you already use. Other key features include real-time visibility from customizable dashboards, algorithmic alerts, which means anomaly detection, outlier detection, forecasting alerts, etc., uh, and to-end request tracing to visualize app performance and real-time collaboration. There's a ton of features here. Datadog is offering listeners a free trial and as an added bonus for signing up and creating a dashboard, they'll send you a free t-shirt. So check out their new log management service and start a free trial today at datadog.com slash toolsday. That's D-A-T-A-D-O-G.com slash toolsday. T-O-O-L-S-D-A-Y. You know how to spell it. They will send you a free t-shirt for our Toolsday listeners. So again, that's datadog.com slash toolsday. Thank you, Datadog. So Jason... Welcome to the yeah. show. <laughs> it's kind of a funny story how Jason ended up on the show. So uh, Chris and I, we're going to do a Cubs episode, which is the Chris and Yuna Build Stuff series. And we wanted to try Gatsby. We've been talking about it for a while. And then very serendipitously, Jason reached out to Chris about like the very same topic this week. So and it here was we are. <laughs> very bizarre. So like, I think it was like two days ago. I was like, me and Yuna re record tomorrow. And then Jason's like, hey, by the way, you know. Gatsby's pretty cool. I was like, oh, how about that? <laughs> yeah. So, Jason, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how, like, incredibly perfect this timing was? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, once upon a time, used to work at IBM, as I think we all did. Um, yeah, we did, which is really I, bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> and while I was working at IBM, I was I was working on, like, front-end performance and trying to figure out ways to make the the IBM Cloud UI super fast. And while I was there, one of the things that we were trying was uh, experiments with Gatsby. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, 
things happened. I ended up leaving. I'm not at Gatsby anymore or at, uh, at IBM anymore. And so these days I've just kind of been like working on the Gatsby project pretty much full time, which is amazing. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I was emailing Chris to be like, Hey, if you want to do a show on, on Gatsby, cause I saw you did a Netlify episode. I was like, Hey, that's like the perfect companion tool, like build with Gatsby deployed in Netlify. Excellent. Um, and then, uh, it was, yeah, like you said, it was like, Oh, we were doing that anyways. So <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Uh, so if you haven't heard of Gatsby, um, like you mentioned, we did a show on Netlify a couple of weeks ago with Phil Hawksworth. Um, go listen to that because, as you heard, it's a really great companion tool. But what exactly is Gatsby? I, I can take that. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Gatsby is a, it's a framework for building really, really high performance web apps. Um, and it does that by... Uh, Following a lot of performance best practices, like the purple pattern, which if you've ever heard of Adi Osmani, he, he does a lot of uh, performance work. The purple pattern is, is kind of some like server side stuff like pushing and, and lazy loading and things like that. Um, and then, uh, it also does like really aggressive code splitting and server side rendering and ultimately compiles everything to a static file, which is great because the best part about building React stuff is just writing React components. And the worst part about React stuff is performance tuning and server side rendering and all these other things for performance that are really, really hard, uh, like webpack tuning. So Gatsby takes all of that and kind of packages it up under it, like just does the best practices for you. So you write React the way that you normally would. Gatsby spits out this fully rendered static site that you can then deploy to like Netlify or just an S3 bucket or kind of any static file storage. And you've got a crazy fast uh, working app. So it goes along that whole movement towards serverless architecture and having everything work through APIs. Yeah, or or you know, depending on what kind of site you're building, like no API or server layer at all. Um, you know, yeah. for a, for a lot of companies that just have catalogs and things, you don't actually need any server. Um, and traditionally, you know, like for WordPress, you would end up having to run this whole PHP server and figure worry about scaling and security holes. Um, just to show static blog content, but with something like Gatsby or, or other static site generators, you basically, you get live data during development, but then you build and all of that data gets translated into static content. So you lose those security holes, you lose the performance problems of like trying to scale a PHP server or really any kind of server. Um, cause static files, if you put them on a, uh, content delivery network like Netlify has one built in or, or CloudFront on AWS or Fastly or Akamai, like whatever. Um, those are super cheap and they're really, really hard to take down with like a DDoS or if you get a spike in traffic, they, um, they don't go down as easily as like a server would. Very cool. So I actually, when I, I actually found out about Gatsby a while back, but I didn't really Think about it deeply until like two weeks ago when we did our Netlify show. And I was like, I need to build a website for myself. I haven't done that for a while. What are people using these days? And, you know, Netlify talks about Gatsby quite a bit. And mm -hmm. so when I was Googling around, it came to Gatsby. And um, I began on, I started out with, you know, so in our Cub shows, we kind of, we both build something. And I started out with the Hello World tutorial. And then I kind of Googled around and found a Netlify CMS, Netlify CMS tutorial. I'm kind of curious for you, how do most people get into Gatsby for the first time? Um, do you know that? Is that, is that? I mean, I, I get the sense that like, it, so it would actually be better to ask um, 
it, there's a, a woman named Shannon Soper who's been doing a ton of user experience research like into why and how people are using Gatsby. So she'd probably have more insights than I do. Um, but I, I, from what I can tell, people tend to show up at Gatsby because they either need to pull in a lot of data from a lot of different places and like performance is high on their checklist or they are really into building with React and they want to build a site with React, but like they don't want to deal with all the, the server-side rendering stuff. Um, so I think a, a lot of times it's the same path that would take you to Next.js or um, you know to the other static site generators. But if you like something like Jekyll or Hugo, but you're not necessarily into writing Ruby or Go, then uh, Gatsby is kind of a, a logical next step that lets you write everything in, in JavaScript. Yeah, so... I really like that about Gatsby. Um, when I was getting started with it, my project for this week, this quote unquote Cubs <laughs> week, um, was creating a website that pulled from like an API of my book recommendations to create like Yuna's book club. Nice. And I found that I really enjoyed the workflow of getting starting with Gatsby because mm -hmm. there were so many different starter examples and demos that the community has created. The documentation was pretty good, pretty great. And then when I looked at like the base starter files that are like from the Gatsby community, the the Gatsby developers, mm -hmm. um, a lot was in there that was just super nice. Like GraphQL is set up and I liked that workflow. I saw that CSS modules was set up also JSX, like, in the starter example, the default example, there's both. <laughs> so you can kind of see an example of how both work, which I yeah. thought was actually really nice. Um, and I just found it really easy for me to then start building and not worry about any of the setup at all. So for like a UI engineer, it's super great because I discovered like um, these different React transition libraries that I started playing with. So this week mm -hmm. sort of became more of experimenting with like React transitions and like making things really beautiful and like like having performance CSS just because Gatsby was set up for me and that was it. That was all I had to do. Yeah, That was actually one of the reasons that I got so excited about it at IBM is because it, it removes this layer of complexity and it just lets people pick up and start building. Um, so to onboard like one person to it, like, you know, for you building a, a solo project is awesome. Or if you're trying to onboard like a whole team, um, because that complexity is all, it's done for you and it's done in a way that's already smart and performing by default, people just get to build stuff. Um, so you, you have less worry about boilerplate and tuning and, and all this other nonsense. You just get to build something cool right away. Yeah, and then you can hook it up with Netlify and you can even just put like the deploy button in your readme and then have mm -hmm. easy deploys for people who want to try out the same starter as you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I love that Netlify feature. Like I, so I use Gatsby for my personal site, and um, when I'm trying out new crazy stuff, I I deploy to Netlify, and I have some weird idea. I want to completely re rewrite a page, so I open a pull request, and Netlify just builds a whole new version of the site at like a, a secret URL, and then I can share that URL with my friends, and I'm like, hey, check out this crazy idea I have, and everybody's like, that's terrible. You should never do that. I'm like, okay, I'll delete it. But <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have to put it on my public site to try out these bat, these like interesting, weird ideas. Uh, and, and like the Netlify, oh man, that I feel like that changed everything for me, not having to, to come up with ways to build like subdomains for, for tests or things like that. Oh, it's so nice. 
like also really really B testing. Anyway, if you haven't listened to the show on um, Netlify, listen to it. Uh, I just saw Nadia Bremer use it in a really cool way. So she just rebuilt her site visualcinnamon.com. And she put on Twitter, like, what do you think of this iteration? And had people, like, comment on it and just had the Netlify URL. I thought that was, like, a really cool idea. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Um, Back to Gatsby. So for one of the things that I really enjoy, so I'm a React developer. In my day job, I spend eight hours a day, nine hours a day working on React all the time. And so jumping into Gatsby for me was like, oh, it's just so familiar and comfortable. Um, I know for me, you know, setting up a Jekyll static site is just a little bit awkward. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. it's mind-blowing, but for me, like, oh, you know, I, I build React components, so I know how props and children work. And so I, I remember when I first, when I first built my like first... It's like a shoe that doesn't fit as well anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but in Gatsby, like, like, like hey, I, I wanted to build a nested layout. Oh, I'll just drop the children in here and... It just works. And so for me, um, as a React developer, and kind of mentioned this before, saying that most people come to this as through a React flow, um, super comfortable. And so that was kind of my big win from this, just how easy it was to build layout. I'm kind of curious for you, like, what is your favorite thing about uh, Gatsby? I, I love it because you get the, both, the best of both worlds. Because... Um, like I always want to build static sites because they're just faster, you know, like you put a static site up, it kind of doesn't matter how badly you did as a developer (laughs) in in terms of writing your code. A static site is going to load like twice as fast as a a server that has to do all of that work when the page is requested. Um, But typically when you have a static site, you're like trading off all this flexibility. You can't get live data. You can't build like user authenticated areas or things like that. Um, but Gatsby doesn't close those doors. So with Gatsby, you can build like the marketing part of your site or the, the parts that have data that doesn't change often. Those get rendered to static. So they're really easy to load. They're super fast. But you can also have a client authentication layer where somebody logs in and then it's still a Gatsby app. Like, well, it's a React app, but Gatsby renders it and you're basically like, just like you were building any single page app in React but you get all those goodies under the hood of like things being super fast and like uh, optimistic preloading and, and like in the background, it's fetching scripts for other routes so that, you know, your new pages are basically instantaneous. Uh, your image loading is all kind of handled in this really cool ways. Like um, did either of you get a chance to play with the, the image handling stuff? I did not. I, I had that? just text. It's so cool. Ah, it's like an image performance nerd. That's one of the things, like, I just kept finding these plugins, and oh my gosh, they're just really great. So Gatsby Image has, um, like, image optimization built in, and you can select if you want, like, the blur app technique or the SVG outline technique, and it's just a plugin. It's, like, like really. Well, and there's this really cool one that's coming in. (laughs) There's one that I got so excited about recently that uh, there's a, a library called Node SQIP, I'm not sure how you're like skip node skip or something. Um, but what it does is it takes an image and then it draws like a low resolution SVG with polygons. So it draws like 13 polygons that loosely represent your, uh, your image. And then it like brings in the higher resolution image underneath it. So it's almost like creating art from your images as a loading technique. Um, that one's not completely merged in yet. It's still a pull request, but holy cow, it's so cool. Um, I can't it, wait to, to use it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll send you both a link to it later so you can look at it because it's just amazing. Sweet. Oh, we'll have links to all these different plugins and uses for Gatsby uh, and things you can use with Gatsby in our show notes. Uh, so fear not, listeners. They will all be there. <laughs> 
Um, Chris, you mentioned earlier how a lot of people kind of go into Gatsby from the React world. I think that's true right now because that's it's built in React. I mean, you use React to build it, um, to build with it, sorry. But I feel like Gatsby is actually a great tool for people who are learning React because they don't have to deal with all the setup and all of the like external things. They can just learn about components and how things interact and props and all the basics in an environment that's already using best practices. And I will say like setting up a React router confuses the hell of a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, sometimes. And so not having to deal with routing of any kind, more or less, uh, is really nice. It's like, oh, yeah. this is just how it is. Yeah. And if you have well, a Jekyll site right now, it's like a good transition into using React because it's it's sort of an in-between of like the static generators that you might be familiar with um, into using more of a React. It is React. It's React-based <laughs> architecture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And and the other thing that's cool too is like, you know, Chris mentioned routing. So routing is kind of abstracted away, but it's not you're not limited. So if you want to build custom routing, you can still put React Router right into your app. And that's one of the things that I think is so beautiful is that it it doesn't really restrict the way that you write React at all. Um, it just kind of puts some good guardrails in place so that you get excellent performance out of the box. Um, but after that, you're kind of like, it's like, hey, you're on your own, build an app however you want. Um, and if you use our way, it'll be super fast. And if you use your way, it'll still be pretty fast. But you can, you know, do some damage if you if you make decisions that are not performance minded. <laughs> Have you seen anyone drop in React Router into Gatsby? Sure. A- I, yeah, I just did it. There's a um, I just pushed a, a simple auth demo to okay. the the Gatsby core repo under our examples uh, folder, and it it basically um, it uses client only routes. So the, okay. the client-only routes are all done with React Router. Got it. That makes sense. Uh, what are some of the downfalls or pitfalls that you see with using Gatsby? So the the hardest part for a lot of people is learning GraphQL. Um, we don't really give you a choice. If if you're going to use Gatsby, you have to use GraphQL. It's It's built in. And it's not the really approachable Apollo-style GraphQL. It's the really hard, like relay style GraphQL with like edges and nodes and category theory. And so it's, it's, or not category theory, graph theory. Like it's, it's very, um, daunting at first until you get a feel for what that is and how it works. So we have a, um, I know that there's been a big push in the Gatsby contributor community to fix the documentation up to be way more, uh, thorough on explaining and onboarding GraphQL. Another one that's that's a little tricky is that um, the APIs to extend Gatsby are really thorough, but um, they can be a little tricky at first. Uh, so you know you you might end up needing to rely on like the community to help answer questions uh, to get your head around some of the ways that things move. Um, but you know it's really the the list of things that I don't like about Gatsby is is pretty short. And I think there are issues open to correct all of them. <laughs> yeah, I like GraphQL. Personally, we use it at work at Bustle. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this feels like home. <laughs> and yeah. I, I like that. Um, if you aren't familiar with GraphQL, we had a show about GraphQL as well a few weeks ago. Um, that will link to the show notes. Wasn't that like yeah. two years ago? No, GraphQL? I think it was like a year ago. I, don't, I think it was like December. Maybe. My, t- my sense of time is pretty pretty broken 
<laughs> no, no, it was May 24th, 2017. That was almost really? a year ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, well, maybe we should do another show about it because I actually know it now somewhat. <laughs> Um, or at least understand it. Um, so Jason, are there any cool, exciting features coming out for Gatsby that Mm -hmm. are on the horizon people should look out for? Yeah. So there's actually like Gatsby version two is getting really close to release ready. Um, there, if you look at the GitHub issues, you can kind of filter down and see what everybody's working on. Um, it's, Super cool. We're, we're making, well, so one of the, uh, the downsides that I didn't mention is on big sites. Like if you've got hundreds or thousands of pages, sites can take like minutes to build, um, which mm-hmm. is a pain. Like you can't do things quickly. So in version two, um, some of the contributors are just working on some amazing things that make that build time way faster. So, um, in, in addition to that, they've, they've introduced something called ludicrous mode. So if, <laughs> if you inspired go, by Tesla, maybe <laughs> uh, in, inspired by, uh, isn't that Spaceballs? I thought that was a isn't Spaceballs. Oh, uh, maybe I never um, watched Spaceballs. So but, this is uh, get out. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so they, they introduced ludicrous mode where if you turn on auto saving in your editor, then it's effectively a real time update. So as you type in your editor, it'll live update oh, on the I screen. Oh, I saw that. That looks crazy. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. They tweeted one more time. Ludicrous mode. Yeah. So if you do like Gatsby ludicrous mode, I think it'll come up on Twitter. It's it's uh, one of the break constantly because as you're typing, it resaves. It's this is kind of where the the clever like nerdy stuff happens. So you would have to check with uh, with like Mike Allenson, who I think is the the core contributor who built that. But I believe what happened is they set up hot reloading in React to be just like crazy efficient. And one of the things that's smart about Gatsby, which is kind of a whole topic in and of itself, is it's all set up to be functional. So everything in Gatsby can kind of like be dumped into a pipeline. So if you optimize that pipeline to only update the things that need to be updated, the site can be hot reloaded really, really efficiently. And um, we've now reached the extent of the code that I understand that's happening in ludicrous mode. But the, the gist of it is that they they worked really, really hard to fine-tune the Webpack implementation under the hood so that it is really, really stable and extraordinarily fast. That's mind-blowing. That's amazing. Like, truly. <laughs> That's so <laughs> cool. I, we, when, when Mike got that done, we, like, there were just a handful of contributors standing around a computer looking at it going, oh, my God, this is, this is unreal. <laughs> Yeah, we'll link the tweet because it just demonstrates this all. And it was honestly like very mind blowing. I'm looking Um, at a a GIF of it, a GIF of it right now. And it reminds me the first time I saw hot loading. I was like, wow, witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) It's like level two hot loading, level 10 hot loading, really. Hmm. Um, I have one more question. Chris, do you have any final questions? Yeah, all you. All right, so I kind of like to end the show with a how would someone get started with Gatsby question. Like if it's brand new to them, they want to start playing with it, what would you recommend? So there was actually a huge amount of effort put in by uh, Shannon, who I mentioned earlier, um, to rewrite the whole tutorial on gatsbyjs.org. And it goes from like, it's, it's, it assumes nothing. So it'll go so far as to say, here's how to get a terminal. And here's how to get Node installed and, and like everything that you need. So you could go with a really rudimentary understanding of, of code 
and walk through the tutorial on GatsbyJS.org and come out the other side with working code. Um, so yeah, that pretty, would be my. Good. It's it's very it's it's probably one of the best tutorials I've seen for anything. <laughs> so yeah, the, congrats the, on that. The work that Shannon is doing is just incredible. Like she's she's been so on top of it, and it's cool because she comes from a corporate training background, not a code background. So she is a code newbie. So all the code that is like all the tutorial stuff that's been written was written from the perspective of somebody who's not super comfortable writing code, which I really think shows through in the the end product. That's awesome. Shout out to Shannon. Sweet. Um, so we're like at time for our show. I think we've talked about a lot of awesome things. Thank you so much, Jason, for being on the show. Thanks for um, having me. You, yeah. You can follow Jason on Twitter. It's at jlengstorf, J-L-E-N-G-S-T-O-R-F. If you want more updates about Gatsby or development, um, he has some really good stuff up. Uh, would you like to make any shout outs as we close out our show, Jason? I, I, I feel like I made a lot of shout outs to a lot of the contributors in the community. So I'll, I will just make a shout out to, uh, to the two of you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, awesome. setting you hearts. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing hearts here with my hand, but listeners can't see it. Um, I do. I want to shout out to all of you listeners, to our sponsors. Thank you so much. Datadog. Um, again, you can sign up for a free trial there and get your free t-shirt at datadog.com slash tools day. Um, also shout out to Webflow for being our eternal patron. We <laughs> really appreciate your support. If you enjoyed the show, if you like listening to this podcast, if you learned something new, please just share it with a friend. That is how people learn about this podcast. Um, if you want to go on iTunes, rate and review, that would be great. We would love that. Um, but if not, we'll just see you next time. Bye, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Let's talk it out.